Hello and welcome to the 2022 Best International Implementation Award e-assessment award finalist showcase series. As we lead up to the 21st of June where we'll be announcing the winners of the 2022 e-assessment awards we'll be learning more about the organisations and projects that have been shortlisted this year. We'll also be hearing from the sponsors of the individual awards and from the British Council who are the overall awards headline sponsor. You can watch these broadcasts via the eAssessment Association social media channels, or you can also listen via the podcast channel. And don't forget that if you'd still like to come to the conference and all the awards dinner, there's still time. Tickets are available at eAssessment.com slash conference. We've got some fantastic keynote speakers lined up this year, as well as an exciting programme of conference talks, presentations and hands-on workshops. The conference is taking place in London on the 21st and the 22nd of June, so hopefully I'll see some of you there. First up in today's session, we welcome the sponsors of the Best International Implementation Award, TestReach, to tell you a little bit more about, about why they were so interested in sponsoring this award. Hello, my name is Luella Morton and I am co-founder and co-CEO of TestReach. TestReach is an end-to-end -end assessment management system that includes the option to turn on remote invigilation for any exam. And we're really focused on offering a very high quality service and providing an unparalleled candidate experience. We are absolutely delighted to be sponsoring the Best International Implementation Award. And as a company that's passionate about innovation, uh, we chose to sponsor this award because we're very much aligned with its focus on the delivery of innovative and effective programs in one or more overseas countries and the challenges that were successfully overcome in achieving this. At this point, I'd like to thank the judges, Paul Muir, Angela Vashur, Rajiv Menon and Stuart Briner. And I'd also like to very much congratulate the three finalists on getting to this really exciting stage. Certainly the quality of the solutions in this category are really outstanding. So we have Excel Soft Technologies with a comprehensive, secure and scalable digital assessment solution, helping Securities Industry Development Corporation Malaysia transition from legacy systems. Nibosh, International Digital Assessments. And lastly, University of Waterloo and Pebblepad, an ePortfolio assessment success story. So we wish them the very best of luck on June 21st. Thank you, and we're delighted to have TestReach sponsoring this award. And now we're going to play you some presentations from the finalists so you can learn a little bit more about the work they've been doing. So sit back and please enjoy. We are really happy for this opportunity to give you a really small glimpse into the work that we've been doing for the last four years. At PebblePad, we've been engaging learners at colleges and universities around the world for almost 20 years, supporting learners at scale, whether at the course level, the program level, or the university level. PebblePad supports the core portfolio process of planning for and making sense of learning while providing learners opportunities and the resources they need to make connections across their diverse learning journey. But PebblePad moves beyond the functions of a simple ePortfolio by providing intuitive content builders that help educators create resources designed to scaffold and guide learners as they create, 
curate, reflect on, and showcase evidence of their learning. We support assessment for learning as well as assessment of learning. And our rich assessment tools support rubrics, standardized feedback, capability mapping, as well as the ability to support social pedagogies such as peer review, external assessment by mentors and clinical supervisors. This multi-pronged approach to assessment combined with our powerful reporting tools make it easy to monitor interactions like identifying where learners may need a little bit of extra help and supporting reporting on progress, providing the university a richer picture of their pedagogical approaches as well as student successes. So the University of Waterloo has approximately 42,000 undergraduate and graduate students. We've always prioritized experiential learning and we wanted a platform that would support integrative and experiential learning at scale. We got that and more. Our implementation story centers around community, collaboration and relationships. It began with actively involving our students, instructors and support staff in the process of choosing the platform. Once selected, PebblePad actively partnered with us during our implementation and has remained with us every step of the way to support our instructors, external assessors, and our students studying on campus, from a distance, or on work terms around the world. We formed a PebblePad Ops team to coordinate the implementation process. During the first six months, we handpicked the instructors who would be willing to learn alongside us, and we used this time to help our educational developers and technical support team become comfortable with using and supporting the platform. Not only did PebblePad provide us with support, but because PebblePad fostered a supportive international community of users, we connect regularly with folks from around the world to learn about their implementation experiences. We introduced our community to the PebblePad platform by offering hands-on workshops, individual consultations, and organizing PebblePad user groups where instructors could share their experiences with one another. When COVID hit, we quickly changed to online synchronous and asynchronous offerings of workshops and learning communities. Throughout our implementation process, we sought feedback from students and instructors, and we shared this feedback with PebblePad so that together we could make informed decisions about our next steps. We've seen a steady increase in the number of students, instructors, and courses using the platform to support student learning. But the story is more than about the numbers. The exciting part is that we are now better able to support social pedagogies, reflection, learning and community, integrative learning, and assessment strategies at scale. Students are able to receive feedback from their instructors, peers, and trusted others to improve their work. The feedback remains linked to the actual asset, so students can access their work and feedback at relevant times throughout the program, as well as after they graduate to support uh, lifelong learning. PebblePad helps students view their learning holistically. Students can plan for and track their growth and development over time, rate themselves on the development of skills and competencies, and provide evidence to support that rating. Through portfolios, students can reflect on and make personally meaningful connections to what they are learning and present this in a way that engages the target audience. Our implementation and community has led to learning and community. Instructors and staff are researching the impact that these different pedagogies have on student learning, 
publishing articles and presenting often with students at conferences. As we continue to help our students become lifelong learners capable of managing and assessing their learning, we look forward to our continued relationship with PebblePad and the PebblePad community as we move forward on this journey. Thank you for this opportunity, and we look forward to hearing um, who the winner is on the 21st of June. I'm Vishwanath Subarnam, Principal Pre-Sales Consultant from Excelsoft. I'm very excited to talk about our solution, which is shortlisted for Best International Implementation Award 2022. The solution is implemented for the Security Industry Development Corporation, SIDC, the training and certification arm of Malaysian Security Commission. Before I move into solution, let me give a brief about Excelsoft and our partner Learning Orchard. We at Excelsoft have got 21 plus years of experience in offering state-of-the-art solution in the area of education technology, specifically in e-learning and assessment domain. We are backed with a very strong team of 1000 plus associates who are education technology experts spread across five locations in India and overseas. Learning Orchard has a very strong foothold in Malaysia and specifically into e-learning and assessment market. And hence we have partnered with them to implement our solution to SIDC. SIDC, our customer was looking for a solution that would deliver high secured and high security assessments to meet their higher concurrency levels and to deliver 100% online assessment through remote proctoring rather than relying on test centers, and to stem the growth of counterfeit uh, certification and training companies, and to integrate with the ERP system so that they can provide a seamless user experience for their end users, and to support unstable and flaky internet scenarios, which it comes with, and then migrate 15 years of legacy data to ensure data continuity and compliance. SIDC, uh, after loading a global RFP, they have commissioned uh, the project implementation to Excelsoft and its partner, Learning Orchard. Having 21 years of experience in implementing assessment solution across geographies, we ensured a very smoother implementation for SIDC. The solution uh, is supported with many modules, uh, a few like uh, user management and role management module, so which helped in building uh, custom roles that were required for SIDC, so that the role-based users will have access to their own specific functions and their own specific dashboard to operate with. And other modules such as item banking, item authoring, test banking, test construction, test blueprinting, uh, remote proctoring, test scheduling, uh, light proctoring supports and uh, uh, light proctoring dashboard and with custom reports and live test dashboard uh, with support of item analytics uh, with item response theory and classical test theory. The solution is integrated with SIDC ERP system and SIDC competency management system and SIDC portal to provide a seamless user experience for uh, their end users. And the application is deployed on cloud architecture, cloud infrastructure to support high availability, scalability, and higher performance requirement of SIDC. The implementation point of view, we suggested uh, and implemented a complete solution in uh, three phases, proof of concept, pilot, and full-fledged system. 
in each phase there were a lot of learnings and those learning were carried forward uh, so that to ensure the implementation became smoother uh, having less exceptions our implementation partner learning orchard helped us in bridging the gap in requirement understanding training and other key cultural differences there are a few challenges which i want to uh, talk here which we have addressed one is that transition from test center based to 100% online assessment delivery uh, where we supported them and handled them in moving uh, the physical questions into online questions and then to uh, deliver a complete solution and to provide a training and handholding to conduct the end to end uh, assessment delivery and transition from physical proctoring to ai proctoring where we have ensured that ai proctor will also give a same instruction as a physical proctor and also uh, to highlight uh, using ai proctoring such as object detection multiple phase detection no phase detection phase mismatch detection so all those things as a cbrt is flagging for the proctors so that proctor will be able to identify and take a decision on the examination session and then support sidc business uh, teams uh, and the student teams during the examination considering the time difference between malaysia and india our team had to be available at morning 5 o'clock so that they were able to support uh, the examination and to ensure the smooth execution of the examination and support bring your own devices we ensured that there is a tool which is built which will ensure and which will cross verify the prerequisites that are required before uh, launching the examination and that helped in reducing lot of uh, support requests to us and then integration with erp system and then 15 years of legacy data migration so with all these things now sidc is able to conduct examination using by body model and then monitor their examinations using ai proctoring and achieve higher user base compared to test center based test delivery exam delivery and then ensure consistent marking and uh, scoring and then support for item analytics uh, using item response theory and classical test theory i thank uh, ewa and i wish good luck for all the finalists thank you Hi, I'm Dee Arp and I'm the Chief Operating Officer at Nebosch and we are delighted to be shortlisted for this award. We've been an awarding organisation since 1979 and we specialise in health, safety, environmental and wellbeing qualifications. And we're very proud of the respect we have all over the world for providing high quality qualifications and assessments. We have charitable status and our mission is to deliver world class and accessible education so our learners are really well equipped to make a difference in their workplaces around the world where they protect lives and keep people safe and healthy and so to deliver our mission we really need to make sure that our qualifications and assessments are accessible so when the lockdown restrictions as a result of the pandemic came into place in 2020 we were very significantly impacted in that at that point in time we were a traditional a very traditional examination board with most of our assessments being paper based taken in 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 invigilated examination halls with no access by the learners to reference materials so when the lockdown restrictions began our assessments pretty much stopped and we had thousands of learners unable to complete their qualifications 
So we needed a solution and we needed a solution quickly to provide assessments that could reach learners, any learner, anywhere. And that quickly became a mantra for us and a guiding principle. And we needed to start with where our learners were most significantly impacted, which was with our certificate qualifications. So we began working with our regulator, SQA Accreditation, and we took a very important decision very early on in the process that we weren't just going to bring in a solution that saw us through the pandemic. We wanted to bring in a more permanent solution. So we took the opportunity to really improve our assessment methodology at the same time as making sure we could reach any learner anywhere, give them safe access during the pandemic. And to do that, we needed that technical transformation to e-assessment. And one month from concept, we had regulatory approval for our open book assessment. Our first open book assessment was taken by a staggering nearly 9,000 learners, which really exceeded our expectations. Those learners were able to access a 24 hour assessment window on a Moodle based platform and there they could download a scenario based question paper. Now, that question paper was written and continues to be written to really access the learner's skills and knowledge and apply it to a real life workplace scenario. So much more vocationally uh, representative and really embedding the learning that they'd, they'd done on their qualification. We were able also to offer that in six languages in addition to, to English in the same way as our original assessment. And for the first time, because we were using the assessment and learners were submitting their answers online, we were able to go to on-screen marking at scale and really reap all the benefits that that process brings. Great efficiencies in the marking process, real-time marking review, and also greater security of the assessment materials going out to learning partners and those scripts coming back in. Uh, the e-assessment Moodle platform also allowed us to build in some really important quality assurance measures, which include our uh, use of Turnitin, anti-plagiarism software, and also to really engage with our learning partners to provide some authenticity checks. So they do that by accessing the learner's scripts again online and conducting closing interviews with each and every, every one of our learners. And that also gives the learning partners a great opportunity to really sense check how the learners are responding to the assessments and to deliver some really important feedback to, to them as well. So we at Nibosh are, are, are super proud of, of this assessment and myself personally, I've never been more proud to be at Nibosh and to be part of Team Nibosh at an unprecedented time in the world. Everybody at Nibosh at every turn stepped up to deliver this new assessment. Everything was different, the methodology, how we delivered it, the technical transformation and the support that needed to come with that, the guidance document, the training of the examiners, everything changed. 
uh, but we delivered it. We got learners moving again. We were able to award the qualifications. And then all those additional benefits came as well. The, the safety of the learners in terms of protecting the health from the COVID-19 pandemic. We were reducing and preventing uh, travel, sometimes long distances and flights to get to examination venues. All of that has stopped. The additional positive environmental impact of no paper going all the way around the world, the security that I mentioned, the improved marking process and the ability for learning partners really to engage in feedback. So all of that has really given us a great positive experience to, to build on. And we're doing that. So as our technical transformation within Nibosh really widens out, at the heart of that will be e-assessment, that continued mantra of reaching any learner anywhere. So we've we've learned so much. And again, we're delighted to be shortlisted. And I'd just like to finish by wishing all the finalists all the luck in this great awards and we're looking forward to the outcome on the 21st of June. Thank you. There's some really great entries this year and I can't wait to see who the winner will be. Earlier in the week, I chatted with Paul Muir from the British Council. The British Council are this year's headline sponsor for the awards and it was great to speak to Paul and get his take on the finalists for the Best Implementation Award. So hi Paul, nice to speak to you again. Hi, nice to meet you again Romana. So we're here today to talk about the Best International Implementation Award for the e-assessment awards, which will be announced on the award dinner on the 21st of June. We are, and this is one that's very close to my heart. Um, you know, British Council obviously is involved heavily in you know, international implementation of exams and assessments around the world. So it was really, really interesting to, 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 you know, to read the summaries here and to see what other organisations have been doing. And I think as we were, we've talked about before, I think COVID changed the world. Um, mm -hmm. um, and all these organisations appear to have had to, you know, very quickly change how they operate. And and, and these projects, and we're going to be talking about today, is certainly a reflection of that and how people can have done it successfully in the last two years. Absolutely, and I think um, COVID was a allowed people to progress with projects that probably have been, you know, on the back of people's minds, people's strategies, but all of a sudden that pipeline project that strategic aim suddenly became or had to become your BAU and it's been quite interesting to see how companies have adapted because a lot of companies didn't have a choice it was adapt or sadly there'd be no candidates you will you wouldn't be able to assess any candidates at your exam it's a really scary time during COVID for a lot of businesses I think that's right one of our one of our finalists um I think Nibosh talked about that as you said there there'd been this discussion I think what they seem it seems to be internally that they were they always wanted this desire to move away from pen and paper. They've, they've had this idea to move to a more flexible e-assessment type model, um, but had never quite had, it never sort of got over that final hurdle. And also, COVID presented them with a challenge um, where, as you said, it was a case of there were no exams. It was pen and paper. Everything had shut down centres, so they had no way to deliver. And and again, you know, what really impressed me reading their submission was. They decided not to just put a sticking plaster on it. Actually, they didn't just move a pen and paper exam on, online. They they changed their whole assessment methodology and then introduced um, e-assessment and um, for a certain set of their subjects. And that, I think they said in their submission, that literally saved their organisation by doing that. Yeah. Um, they made a big gamble. They made a big call not to just do that initial sticking plaster. They went the whole way. And that was really, really impressive. 
No, it really was. And I think um, one of the things that struck me about all the finalists actually was about the global impact and the global impact that COVID had. I know it goes without saying we knew people um, were in lockdown, national lockdown, closed borders, but how just the e-assessment managed to transcend those physical barriers, those legal barriers to being able to sit assessment. And, you know, you had with Pebblepad working with Australia and, and Canada, and you had to deal with local laws as well around data protection. And I don't know about you, but um, trawling through different countries' data protection agreements is can be quite a tricky and in-depth subject. And it's not an area I'm a specialist in. So I imagine that was extremely difficult to overcome for um, Pebblepad. It was nothing also with Pebblepad submission. I think there was, there was that. And also, I think they'd had a previous um, I'll, I'll use the word failure, maybe that's unfair, and I'm sorry, Pebblepad, and, and if you're listening to this now. Um, but I think ePortfolios in, I think, the University of Waterloo had had a, a bad history. So it wasn't just about implementing a new solution with Pebblepad. It actually was about imp sort of gaining people's trust again, yeah. um, because they'd previously had a different solution, they had a different approach to ePortfolios, and now actually they'd introduced something that would try and address that problem again. What appears to happen this time, they've done it very successfully, and obviously they've they've brought across um, fifteen thousand users. I think it was at the end of this, yeah. um, and which is hugely impressive. Again, from going from not from a point of zero, but actually from a point of probably like you know like minus five, and they've had to make the ground up and then implement it. So again, hugely impressive to do that. I think so, and I think I remember reading that they started off with a pilot of around seven hundred, and like you say, quickly grew to fifteen thousand plus, which is just absolutely staggering and i know with the um excel soft technology submission working with the malaysia security um, commission they also had a focus on scalability of the offering so it wasn't just about local offerings about like how do we take this forward like what's the future for this and it's very much a fix for now but making sure it's the right fix for the future as well and that can sometimes be quite tricky to balance i think like the needs now versus future needs because you don't want to make a decision now that means whatever your next step is going to be, your next phase of the project is limited. And I think I find that's really interesting to consider. And it's always part of any projects or new work I do. I approach it with that mentality. I don't know what you think on that, Paul. No, I agree. I, I think with Excelsoft as well, I think they'd obviously, they were aware that they had challenges technically around intermittent connectivity. And yeah. there was probably an easier route for them than the route they ended up taking. But you know, the route they took, they, they took on that challenge head on. And yeah. you know, they, they implemented something that has moved to 100% online. So they've again gone from something that was pre-COVID and pre um, something very a very different model. To something now that's 100% online. It's helping to um, counteract um, counterfeiting, helping counteract yeah. fraud, um, and it's in, in, it's increased their capacity as well, their concurrency in this as well. So again, a really good project showing that taking a maybe a bad situation, not taking the easy path. And, and coming up with a, a really good scalable and long-term solution, not just again, as I said, I think with the previous project, it's not a sticking plaster. No, absolutely not. And I think um, Excel Soft Technology, they also delivered multilingual as well. I think they were up to, I can't remember, I think it was definitely in the tens of languages, like 14, 15 languages, I think. I might be making it up, but it was definitely very impressive, their global outreach and like you say, the scalability there. and. Yeah, the consideration that's gone into and gone into these nominations and the collaboration, I just think, has been really impressive. And that was something that stood out to me across all the finals, actually, was that collaboration aspect. I don't know if that was the same when you were reading them, Paul. It was, I think, and I think that's probably an important point for the whole whole sector. Um, yeah. There are lots of 
there are lots of us in this sector and lots of different people who do different bits very, very well. And I think, you know, the future, I think, is going to see this collaboration approach where we're going to see like integration. So there won't be one supplier who does everything. We're going to end up seeing, like we've seen here, different people doing different bits really well and coming together to deliver a, a really good product. And I think that's, to me, where the future is going rather than a one-stop shop. So it'll be really interesting to see um, what comes of that. And I think I'm really interested, again, to hear from the finalists and their in their in their talks that I know they'll be doing on here and um and yeah absolutely and again seeing who wins on the 21st no I completely agree and I think during the first couple of months of COVID I felt really connected to the community actually because it was um sort of no man's land for quite a lot of people and I spoke to quite a lot of people in the industry going what are you doing how's it working what's not worked and I know equally I was approached by a few people to go can you tell me where you're at what's working what's not and it was so collaborative and open and instead of people not wanting to share the negatives or the downside there was actually a lot of growth and support by sharing those to enable others to avoid issues that you maybe had or problems you'd overcome and i felt truly part of a connected community and i'm really excited to see where it yeah. goes i think as, as, as i think we are both board members of the assessment association i'm really excited to see if we can you know the e-assessment association is meant to be a community it's meant to be where we can come together where we can express ideas i know we're looking at what more we can do going forwards with that as well yeah um, so it's not just about the conference, it's about how do we engage throughout the year, how do we, how can we keep sharing ideas, how can we keep sharing um, those sort of thoughts with the community. So um, the awards are brilliant and we're going to see that and, you know, I, I wouldn't want to be judging the person who has to no. pick a winner out of these three. Um, but I think that's a, that's a good point to say, Graham, probably end on, is that it's about community, it's about collaboration and, and you know, international, international implementation is about collaboration, you can't do it yourself. Yeah. Um, so again, yeah, let's see what, where we end up on the 21st of June, but um, good luck to all the finalists. Next week, there'll be a very special conversation between EAA board member Graham Hudson and Paddy Craven from City and Guilds for the Best Workplace or Talent Project Awards. I'd like to say thank you to all the judges for this awards and well done to all the finalists for making it this far. Good luck to you all. See you soon. And I can't wait to find out who the winner will be.